Brought to you by Moran and Company Investment Consulting Group located in Rochester. Go to moraninvest.com on the web. Moran and Company Investing Consulting Group, where the wise invest. Hello, Alex. How's it going? We're doing good. I would say, how was your Thanksgiving? But I know how your Thanksgiving was because <laughs> your Thanksgiving played out in front of all of us. And wasn't the turkey day that you were hoping for. I know that. Yeah, no doubt. It's never uh, it's never fun to take an L, but let alone on national TV on Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's one of the times that you don't want the TV time, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I, everyone wants to know how you're feeling, your injury, and I believe it's your wrist, and, and uh, how soon do you think you can get back to action? Yeah, uh, you know, I think we'll let Dan, Dan do the, the talking on as far as coming back, but, um, you know, it's nothing major, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing good. So um, spirits are up, and I'm feeling good. You were able you to practicing? get that turkey tonight with that wrist, right? You were able to get to it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was able to. I was. I was definitely not. Not much would stop me from doing that. You could always eat left-handed too. Yeah. Exactly. Um, are you practicing? Um. Um. Like I said, I'll, I'll let Dan do the do the talking <laughs> okay. on as far as that goes. He I'll, said today you might be out a while. Did I get confused? Are we talking to the IDF here or something? It's just practice. <laughs> We're not trying Listen, to break state secrets, but all right. We'll... We're, we're, we're trained. We're yeah. trained and, and well-organized. Well-trained. Right. Well what quote today during the press conference was it might be a little while. He didn't say what a little while meant, but that's so. he did say that today. So he, he gave you the yeah. right to go ahead from there. He gave you a little while. Yeah. So right. you, yeah, you exactly. concur with a little while? Yeah, whatever Dan says. Okay. <laughs> Here, folks, we're bringing you the breaking news. Whatever Dan says. We want to know if you're a new dad. How's that going? Uh, no, not yet. Hmm? Not yet. Ask Dan. Not yet. Yeah. Well, Dan. it's yeah. it's, yeah. it's Dan. Yeah. Yeah. What's Dan got to say about that one? Yeah. You better not have no, much not. to say about that one. Yeah, yeah no, nothing yet. So all, all is going well in that. It's just uh, no waning game, really. Well, that's what matters the most, you know, and uh, who knows, might be a blessing in disguise if you get get a weekend off or something like that, you know, timing of it all. But, right. we, you know, we continue to pray for everything to be good and healthy. And, uh, you know, we, we'll talk about we'll talk about the baby's arrival when the baby comes. Meanwhile, um, what did happen on that Thursday? Uh, Kenny was saying a little earlier in the show that they didn't give out a turkey, which they normally do as part of the broadcast thing to uh, Green Bay because they were so sure that you were going to win, they carved a lion in the turkey <laughs> ahead of time, and then that would have been bad to give the Packers players a turkey that had a lion oh, carved man. in it. So we weren't the only ones who were thinking that you're going to win uh, at home on Thanksgiving. What do you think went wrong? I mean, listen, I, th- I think what a lot of people have to understand is, you know, any given Sunday or, or Thursday in this case is a legitimate thing, and you know, people get caught up with how many players or starters they have out. And, you know, this is the NFL, and anyone can win at any time. Um, but, you know, I, I pretty much speak defensively and um, from what I really can control. And, you know, we all, we had a slow start uh, to start the game, obviously. Um, but, you know, after that, we kind of got settled in. We were put in some tough situations with, you know, just, you know, sudden change situations. And, um you know, we just weren't able to limit enough points to, you know, really, really get the win. And, you know, one one or two more stops is, 
or one or two more touchdowns on the other side, it can will win that game. So uh, just figuring out a way to, you know, win certain situations and getting a stop when we need it or, you know, that, that, that case scenario. So, you know, you can try to pinpoint, you know, different things, but at the end of the day, we just weren't able to get it done. When you said, you know, kind of thrown in, in, uh, in, uh, certain situations, you know, it's true when, when there's a turnover, it's a lot different than when there's a punt and it's, you know, you get everybody together. Okay. You know, fourth down, we're going to punt and then we're going to get out there. We're going to defense. You know, if you fumble the ball, intercept the ball, all of a sudden, get out there! You know, you got to go. What's the difference between the readiness of a defense on a sudden turnover when you get out there versus when you can see, you know, third and long, you know it's going to punt that kind of thing? 100%. As a defensive player, I'd much rather an offense go three and out and punt the ball than having a turnover because the number one statistic in football is obviously turnover ratio. But also another one defensively is where the offense gets the ball. And I'm not big into analytics or whatnot, but when you give the ball to the offense on a short field, nine times out of ten they're going to come up with points just because of that's that's where it is. So defensively, honestly, I'm really proud of how I think we had five sudden change stops and limited points. I think forced a couple field goals, and or, and then I know we had a fourth down stop. So um, you know, it's a, a, we get ragged on a little bit defensively, but I, I don't, you know, people out there that don't really know, you know, really understand those situ- how hard those situations are, um, you know, it's like they, they can't comprehend how hard that is to do. Yeah, the I mean, defense didn't call for a fake punt at the 20-yard line. I didn't hear you guys call that. Yeah, right. So when they get the ball back defensively, what are you supposed to You know what I mean? Right. It's, just, it's right. just they're hard situations to be in. But, you know, that's part of playing aggressive. That's part of go- going forward on fourth down. That's, and, you know, it's just what our job entails in those games. But um, – you know, it's, we didn't necessarily play terrible, is my point. No, you didn't play terrible. And, uh, you know, I don't think anybody expects that to be, you know, a cold that's contagious that, that runs through the rest of the season. But that also does speak to how long a season it is. You know, you look at you look at teams like Buffalo. You look at teams like Cincinnati. Uh, you, you look at teams like uh, Denver. or They've had such lows and such highs already in the course of a season, you know, where people expected one thing, then it turned another thing, then they won three in a row, and then they lost three in a row, and it won four in a row. So it is 17 games is a long season, and people who expect straight across the line consistency from an NFL team haven't watched the NFL. I mean, look right. at the Kansas City Chiefs, you right. know, the defending Super Bowl champions. Right. There are games where they look just like they did on Super Bowl Sunday, and there are games where they look like, man, anybody can beat these guys. So um, it, does that speak to the fact that you're just doing everything right and getting having everything work out for 17 straight weeks just isn't realistic? No doubt. I mean, there's a reason why there was only one ever undefeated team in NFL history. Um, so yeah, like you're gonna you're gonna drop some games, and obviously you don't want to drop a ton of them, but you know they're gonna come, and um, adversity is gonna hit in your season at different points. But for us. It seems like every time we take a hard loss, we bounce back. So, you know, hopefully that's the case again. Um, but yeah, it's it's you just want to address the loss and fix it and move on. And that's really what you have to do. Nothing's going to be perfect, and um, I don't think anyone was expecting any team to go seventeen and zero. So, right, um, we're still in a good position going forward, and we just got to you know learn from our mistakes and you know be better for it. Was three now games heading- with eleven days a lot? 
Was that also a factor in? Was that a lot for you guys to play? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, the the three games in eleven days. You know, it's it's not an excuse. It's a rea- but it's a reality. I think that I think I maybe mentioned it to you guys the week before. Um, you know, these Thursday games are all about energy and how you come out. You have to come out with a ton of energy and play play fast and um, you know just just be flying all over the field. And that's usually who wins the games. And you know, from the start of the game, you could tell that they had the energy. So um, whether that be you know we had a tough tough game the Sunday before, or you know just a long streak of games. So you know you just never really know. This Sunday now, New Orleans, uh, and that's a place you're quite familiar with. You played there for four seasons. Um, yep. When you when, when a guy goes back to New Orleans who was on the team, are you expected to, like, yeah, I know you don't really get to go out very much when you arrive on Saturday, but are you expected to, like, know the the restaurant Make to order the food from yeah. or, <laughs> or something, yeah. you know? Yeah, hey, you sure. played New Orleans. Where are we supposed to go? <laughs> No doubt, yeah. I think guys are when we get there. Guys are looking to you know have a good dinner before game, and uh, yeah, definitely, we'll have some recommendations. <laughs> so what's your what's your go to place in New Orleans? Yeah, so uh, there's this little Italian restaurant. It's called Vincent's. He actually gave me a call. Vincent gave me a call um, a couple of days ago um, that uh, I just get this Parmesan encrusted redfish. That was you know, the best I've ever had. So oh, wow. Wow. that's my that's mm. really my go to. Wow, you don't think Italian when you think of New Orleans no. first off, but that there, sounds there pretty is, good. You do is, think yeah, of uh, uh, redfish, so <laughs> yeah, no, there, right. there, yeah, there's, there's a, a lot of there's pressure when the restaurant calls you. <laughs> yeah, right. There's Did, an Italian population down there, and they they <laughs> kind of mix it with the whole Creole Cajun, you know, yeah. recipe thing. Did you enjoy the four years there? I mean, New Orleans is I, I've visited it a gazillion times, and it it's a city that has a feel. You know, and there's a character to it, and it's not for everybody, but it definitely—it's not like a bland. I'm not going to diss any city, but there are some cities in America that they're just cookie cutter. They're especially the newer ones. They're just kind yeah. of, you know, every, everything's a, no a mall. They all <laughs> look alike. A strip right. mall, yeah, like Orlando, <laughs> yeah. for instance. Yeah, well, I wasn't going to say yeah, that, right. but you know, <laughs> uh, but New Orleans has character. And what was it like for you during the four years there? Man, it was it was awesome. We did obviously did a lot of winning there, and that's what made it really even better. But I'd say the people are there down there are the best. You know, just neighbors and everyone's so friendly, and um, they they you know everyone takes care of each other, and that's really what makes it so great. Um, but the culture too, like you were just talking about, it's so unique, and you know it seems like you get the Cajun Creole, the French, you know, influence and you know the southern influence. It's a it's a it's a really unique place, and um, you know has a lot of history behind it. That you know we like you said we enjoyed for four years. Do do, do New Orleans players, you know, guys who actually live there, do they go to the French Quarter? Do they do they eat <laughs> beignets at Cafe Dumont? Do they do all that stuff that people who visit do? Yeah, no, it's funny you say that. You know, I think I think it was during my my rookie year. You know, you have a bunch of people you know, coming to visit because from a lot of my friends and family are in Florida and it's an easy one hour flight. And, you know, that's what all they want to do is go to the French quarter, French quarter, French quarter. And so I was talking to my neighbor. I'm like, yeah, like I just never want to go to the French quarter anymore. Like it's, <laughs> I, I hate it. Like I hate going down there. Like that's when you know you're a local is when you start hating going to the French quarter. So the answer to that is when you're a lo- when you officially become a local, no, you don't, 
you don't do all that stuff. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing in Detroit going to Coney Island. Yeah, right. I think. Yeah. <laughs> right. At some point, when I says, "I want to have one of those hot dogs," no. it's like, "Oh God, not again! Not another Coney right. Island." Well, we hope that uh, you hope that your your wrist heals up. We really hope that the baby comes healthy and soon and and well. And uh, we'll look forward to uh, your your reunion in the, at at uh, Vincent's restaurant there, mm-hmm. and, uh, and hearing about how the redfish was. So, have a great week, heal up, and we'll look forward to speaking to you next Monday. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Alex Anzalone, every week with us here, brought to you by Moran and Company Investment Consulting Group, located in Rochester. Go to moraninvest.com on the web. Moran, where the wise invest. Hmm.